really special that I've been promising to show you. Always go now. Because I'll be here for a short while. Don't you trust me? I trust you, Lily. Nothing is more magical. As long as they roam the earth, evil can never harm the pure of heart. So whatever. <laughs> Glitter was a real shit bomb. I don't even know. Name that theme. Then saxophone solo. What? It's at the movies. Oh, I love that show. Ebert with his slack jaw. Oof. I was looking at something on the internet today, and, and they had a. I saw a little thumbnail of a of a old Ebert after he got his jaw removed. Yes, and it was just like God. That was a scary looking. I mean, I felt I felt bad. But yeah, he just looked like kind of like a monster after they took the lower half of his face off. Yeah, woof. They have mouth cancer, tongue cancer. I. They removed his jaw. Throat cancer. It's weird that there wasn't like a. Some sort of prosthetic. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember what the deal was. He should have just worn like a, a Phantom of the Opera mask, <laughs> just the lower half, just a smiling face. Yeah, that would be way less creepy. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like a Batman dun, villain. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> Ebert. <laughs> Oh, Alex, are we podcasting right now? Oh, you better believe it. 
You better believe it. You better believe you're listening uh, to Let's Ruin Let's Our Child. Childhood. Hood. <laughs> um, I'm Tom McGrain. And I'm Alex Carter. And guess what? We're back with a real movie this time. Yeah, disappointingly enough. Yep. I don't really remember anything we talked about last episode except for your orange Crocs. Yeah, my sister was very upset about me talking about uh, <laughs> scraping the stuff out of my Crocs. She was really not pleased by that. Well, good comedy is good comedy. <laughs> Gotta crack <laughs> yeah. a few eggs to make an omelet, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Crack a few collateral damage. Foot skin cell eggs. Yes. Um We're back. We are back. With a Ridley Scott film. It is and it's our first Ridley Scott film. We did a Tony oh, Scott film. Also yeah, starring first Tom Ridley Cruise. Scott film. Top Gun Top was Gun. Ridley Scott's brother, Best Tony. Movie of all time. Yep. Uh, we did Ridley Scott's Legend. Uh, uh, what's his biggest movie? Aliens. Blade Runner. Uh, Blade Runner got bigger later. Yeah. I don't. I think it was kind but of. But Aliens bomb. is. The, but he's done. He did. He did the original Alien. Alien. James Cameron did Aliens, which is the superior film in my opinion. But yes. Alien does a great job of not showing anything. So you don't see how it's just a dude in a lame costume. Correct. And Alien is a very good movie. Ridley Scott has done a lot. He did Gladiator. That's probably his biggest. Yeah, probably is Gladiator, which is weird at this point. Why? Because he was so big in the 80s for so many other movies. Oh, right. He's done a lot of movies, man. He's done. And they're all very... Man, he is a precise detailed filmmaker he is and i can i mean and his brother was the same way yep. like they're similar but different his brother prefers uh, a little more sweat <laughs> yes although there was plenty Keith in this sweat. also i was i would call it glitter more than sweat oh in okay. legend. first of all the budget for glitter on this movie there could there couldn't have been a movie that spent more money on glitter than this movie and i'm not even kidding and there's literally a movie called Glitter. <laughs> oh, man, that was a good one and very true. Very, was, it, was that the Mariah Carey movie? Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't want to talk about movies anymore. Our, I feel like our, lot, our last podcast freed me. Yeah, and now we're back. Now you're like one of the Westworld robots. You now you now you. Know yeah, I feel like the past uh, movies. You can break away from that narrative and move on to your own. I feel like Marley team. from fucking uh, Marley and Me. Are you dying? Are you a dead <laughs> yeah. dog? No, um, uh, no, from uh, Christmas Carol. Oh, that's no, what? not Mar- we're Marley, Marley and Marley. Oh, the dead guy at the beginning. Yeah. And I'm thinking of my favorite character in in probably any movie, actually, Jacob Marley. Really, I'm nuts about the Christmas Carol. The Christmas Carol. Well, do you love the Muppet one? That's uh, when the. That's not my favorite. Oh, I think it's well. They go almost scene for scene for the one the uh, the guy, the British guy, the '70s musical one. Oh yeah, with Tom, what's his face? Yeah, who was. Played in much older person than he actually was. What the fuck is that guy's name? He's in a lot of movies. I know. He's in Big Fish. He's in 
uh, the third Bourne movie. He's in Deep Roy. No, that's the Deep Roy's in this movie. <laughs> My nickname was Deep Roy in high school. <laughs> like, why do you call you Roy? It's like I don't know. And also, why do they call you Deep? I was like, I don't know that either. I don't have sex for like two more years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did Legend. Legend. Not the legend starring Tom Hardy in two roles from like three years ago. We did Legend starring Tom Cruise, directed by Ridley Scott. G.I. Jane. I forgot he directed G.I. Jane. Ridley Scott did? Yeah. Goddamn. Another precise fucking movie, though. He is calculated. Yes. And he's very visual and very detail-oriented. Did you ever see Black Rain? No. I didn't either. I don't think that's one of the rare movies that got past me. Legend in 85, Blade Runner 82, Alien, Alien is a 70s movie. Alien came out in 79. Yeah. Huh. That seems about right. What year did Aliens come out then? Probably like 83 or something? It was several years later because it was Sigourney Weaver. I mean, it's a very different movie. Yeah. I mean, it, they went from a horror movie to an action movie. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, like an 80s action movie. Yeah. yeah. The first one is a straight up horror movie. Yes. I love Aliens. I love, I really like Alien also. I haven't seen those in so long. Well, hey, guess what? Guess what? We have a pot. Hey, our podcast license is still good. We yeah. can do it. it Aliens. Co- it covers is, uh, Ridley Scott movies. I would like to do Alien because I haven't seen that for. I, I used to watch Aliens frequently. Oh, Bill was- Paxton and Aliens. Classic 80s Bill Paxton. Game over, man. Game over. Speaking of classic uh, 80s Bill Paxton, I was watching uh, Weird Science last night. Ah, yes. <sighs> that movie holds up like a motherfucker. Fuck yes. So good. He's so good as Chet. He was 30, I looked <laughs> it up last night. He's, he was 30 years old in that movie. Because I'm he like, was, he seems like a significantly older brother. And like, yeah, he was 30. He was kind of supposed to be 30 in the movie, though. I mean, like, think, yeah. he's way older. Yeah. They, they don't. I mean, he's like a loser that lives at home. Right. Like all you losers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my mom owns my house. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's a beautiful home. That's where the yeah. podcast is uh, produced, directed, and performed weekly. Indeedly do. Um, do you have anything interesting to say? About this movie? Or no. in general? Next. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. God, what what we- other movie? <laughs> Hold on. We'll ease into it. What are, what other movies have you seen recently? Uh, what have I seen recently? I watched Early Man last night. The new... Early uh Man? It's the animated, the claymation movie by the guy that made Wallace and Gromit. Oh. Huh? Nick Park, an Aardman production. It's very British. It's about cavemen and football, and by football I mean soccer. It's a very huh. very British movie, and it was okay. Uh, other than that, I don't think I've watched anything recently that I I watched hadn't seen before. Well, I watched uh, yesterday Weird Science and uh, Real Genius. Oh fucking a. <sighs> Those are a couple of good goddamn 80s movies. So good. Both weirdly about science. 
Yes. What was the weird. 80s? Nerds weird. Science. Weird. Science. You're a real genius, Toll. Look at us go. Oh, we're, we're I fucking up. love 80s Val Kilmer, real genius. God damn. When I was watching that yesterday, I'm like, oh, 80s Val Kilmer is like uh, Ryan Reynolds now. Like Ryan Reynolds is the next version of, of what? Yes. He's was. less, he's more aloof because he's, I feel like 80s Val Kilmer is more aloof in a lot of his roles, so yes. that he's even he's kind of cooler than Ryan Reynolds. Yes, I, because Ryan he's Reynolds so is like a, especially is the, real genius, where he's like indifferent to everything. Yes, because yes. he's, so, he's so cool. Man, Top Secret. When's the last time oh, you watched Top Secret? Oh, a super long time. I used to love that movie. Oh, dude, it's so funny. That's what we should do. I don't know. It'd be hard to do a movie that's nonstop jokes. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, but, we can't, we can't do airplane or naked gun because yeah, it's it just going to hold up. I mean, a good joke is and a good gag. Is yeah, a good gag. what do you do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and also of course they're so they ridiculous. Yeah, I watched. Oh, there's I watched Hot Shots. I think I may have said them oh, on the last podcast. Yeah. I did. I'm pretty sure. I watched Hot Shots. I watched Apollo 13 again. Yeah, it's we still on. About that, yeah. yeah. I don't think I saw anything. Made me feel proud to be an American, or at least I know I'm free. Uh, do I know that? I don't know. <laughs> How about uh, Trump uh, slapping all the allies in the face and shaking hands with Kim Jong-un? That's fun. Imagine like if Obama almost- shook hands with Kim Jong-un. <laughs> no. Yeah. Or if Obama even said he was going to have a meeting with Kim well, he Jong-un. Did, he, well, he suggested it. Obama said that he would agree to sit down and yeah. talk with Kim Jong-un because he would agree to talk with anyone. Yeah. And Fox News went off and said, how could he off on him? And was like, how could he say that? And, and then Donald Trump does it. And they're like, oh, hey, smartest guy ever. Yeah, it's real freaky. Things that are happening are kind of scary. So Weird that's times. fun. Weird times indeed. Welcome to Let's Ruin Our Childhood. <laughs> Strange Days edition. <laughs> yes. Toll and Alex are just lost in the morass of the time in which we live. Yeah, indeed. The year 2018 under the Donald Trump regime. Phew. And the regime, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, okay, I think he's going to do something like try to cancel elections or just say, hey, you know, I'm president forever now. And they're going to be like, well, you can't do that. And they're going to be like, wait, no one has ever done this before because we assume people would follow, you know, rules. General. Yeah. Un- a general. Uh, unspoken. Social contract. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basic stuff. And he's going to be like, oh, no, I'm a president forever now. So, uh, I'm president forever now. Okay. 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 Yes. Who knows? Yeah. I was looking at our friends' uh, Facebook feeds. And they, our friends have a podcast. It's called uh, The Nostalgic Front. Shout out to The Nostalgic yeah, Front yeah. Podcast. And they said uh, they, don't do, they don't really do impressions, and they, they were doing impressions on one of the podcasts. And they said, uh, Alex Carter isn't the only one. And I was like, whoa. The only one what? That does fucking impressions. <laughs> and I was like, thanks, dickheads. I do impressions, too. Not as good of ones, but occasionally. You do great impressions. Hey, thanks, Alex. 
We have a great time doing this. <laughs> we do. Don't try and split us apart, nostalgic <laughs> front. Don't try and start <laughs> yeah. beef. Don't try and create a rift between Toll and I so you can break us apart mm-hmm. and then defeat us separately because together you know we're we're too strong when we're united. It's we a are. front against the nostalgic front. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh. Here we go. It's yep. going to be a fucking tag team battle royale wrestling match coming in the future. Oh, that would, I would watch that. <laughs> I would, too. Alex, should we do this movie? Yep. Let's get into it. Holy Lord, how do we do this? All right, this movie came out in 85. I don't think I saw this in the theater because it was, it, was it was a flop. Yeah, I know for a fact I didn't but see I this But I remember in the watching it on video several times. I at least I really liked this movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, I hate, I really didn't like it. Oh, really? Is because it... of the little, of Gump. I hated that little dude. Yeah. He's creepy in his voice. Like, Why would you make a little character talk like this? Oh, oh and it's- Where he's like, he's talking the whole time. And it has a weird, like, 80s- Jack. 80s like auto tune all of them do everyone yeah except for the two very distracting oh and the two little the two dwarves elves i don't know what they are they were dwarves they were like gnomes i don't know they never really say what they are but gump is an elf as far as we know you guys don't even know who gump is he's not oh he's so terrible all right right. Okay. okay so anyway 85 uh, this came out, uh, Ridley Scott, as we were talking about, Tom Cruise, Mia Sarah. Why Ridley Scott is trying to make a family film at this point? I mean, I get it. He's like, maybe I'll give this a shot. But then he really Ridley Scotted it up, and it was like, yeah, I don't know who this movie is for, dog. No. Because it's fucking terrifying. But it's it was creepy out- to me as a 36-year-old dude. Yeah, well, the practical effects. This this Ugh. movie has some of the best makeup I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Day. Like, oh, they really, like. They don't fuck around. And when you wet down some practical effects, when you, like, lube them up. Yep. Man, you make things Very a little effective. slimy. It looks but, way or, more realistic. Organic. I know. Yeah. That's what I've always said. Yep. I hate movies and when people are things that should be sweaty or have some sort of moisture on them clearly don't. Well, when they, Ridley have, and Tony when they Scott have way too much all over that <laughs> yeah, fucking shit. They don't mess around. No, they yeah. know how to make things look alive. Just make it look wet. It is uh ugh. Uh so this is a uh, a fantasy movie? Yeah. In the Holy. 80s, uh Dungeons and Dragons and that type of fantasy shit was very popular. Indeed, like it, it was. Not, what would what could you compare it to now? Well, I mean, we got Lord like, of the Rings, The Hobbit. Yeah, uh, but it's not something think, recently. I don't like, think what that kind of subculture is on the same level as what, like the Dungeons and Dragons, swords and sorcery. I mean, they came out with that Merlin movie that bombed. Ter- not even Merlin, King Arthur. Oh yeah, that was a huge flop. Excalibur was that. Is that what it was called? I think so. I don't know. But that was recent. But that was a part of that same time. It was all like the... No, no. I'm talking about really recent. Oh. With Charlie Charlie Hunnam, whatever that guy's name is. Oh, no. You're talking about the King Arthur movie. And I yeah, saw so that. Yeah, so I literally that just said. dog turd. It was terrible. Oh, it was so yeah. dumb. And that guy, that was Guy Ritchie. 
That's who to, used to direct we, good small talk, movies. How do we end up talking about this movie in several podcasts? Have we, we talked about it before? I know we have. <laughs> I God don't damn know. it! I'll talk about it again though. It was so fucking stupid. Yes. And they were planning on that being the start of a franchise. But yeah, it ate, because he it made ate, Sherlock Holmes. It ate several plates of dog shit. It yeah. got no money. Like it made. It, there were so bombed. many plates of dog shit. There were some dog dicks in those plates of shit. That's right. Yes. Plate upon plate. Yeah. It did, it did not make money. It ate dog shit. No. Guy Ritchie should have stuck with smaller British indies. Yeah, yeah he was. The uh, Sherlock Holmes movies aren't bad, but they're not I never great. Saw, I never saw any of those. Whoa. Just never did. Oh, Toll's got breaking news on his phone. No. <laughs> I just. The phone is just. The ringer is on. Didn't realize that. Hey, yo. Still on. Still on. Dan, stop it. <laughs> yes. Correct. <laughs> You are right, my friend. Uh, Alex, we haven't begun, and All I'm right. trying to remember how this movie goes, and I, I watched it twice. There's a scroll. It's a, it's a Ridley Scott movie, so it starts with a scroll. It does? Yeah. Blah, blah. Red text. Uh, talks about the lightness and the, and the darkness. Oh, maybe the director's cut didn't have that. Oh. Because they say yeah, all so of that stuff. So actually, Toll and I watched two different movies because... We he, did, and he, mine had 25 more minutes. Yes, I watched the theatrical release on Amazon Prime, uh, and it was an hour and a half. I watched the only one available to rent at Video Warehouse. Which was the director's cut. It was the director's cut, and, and it is part an of the, hour and 53 minutes. Right. Part of the folklore of this movie was... The score, for well, one. Like There's lot, so many different they wrestled things. a lot of, I think, control away from Ridley Scott at some point. Because he 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 loves a director's cut, and Tom Cruise also was really mad apparently about that how it they turned out. cut it. Yeah, he, well, didn't, the same way he didn't like the theatrical cut. Harrison Ford felt the same way about Blade Runner. Oh, really? And the director's cut of Blade Runner, when they add narration or subtract narration, I, I don't remember which one it is. Ridley Scott is like, this is what the movie was supposed to be, huh? So he definitely. Uh, gets into his directing shit and i think we may have watched very different movies yeah that's what i'm saying because you have what half an hour more yeah movie. i do you watch a two-hour movie yeah, right i, I watched an hour and a half movie <laughs> oh weird and there was definitely no scroll okay so this one there was <laughs> yes but basically basically they're talking about uh, it's like there's um the darkness but, is here is trying to stop the yes, light, which is this the good is thing. all and all the and all the the place where light and goodness comes from are unicorns. Yes, this is all stuff that uh, Tim Curry, as the Lord of Darkness, just speaks. Oh, at the beginning of the version I watched, he says, "I am the Lord of Darkness. Sunshine is my destroyer. Tonight the sun sets forever." Blah 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 blah. Yeah, he says that yes. at some point in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, this is right at the beginning. Hmm. Um, yeah, and we meet Blix. So, so it starts out with Tim Curry, and, and uh, it was such an awesome shot when he had those green eyes. Wait, I thought that was his chair. No, he was in his chair. See, the version I saw, oh, the boy. chair has the green eyes. The chair is like his father. Or mother. Okay, you're trying to tell me it's a chair with no one in it for sure. Chair with no one in it for sure. With green That eyes? shows up later. But his he's talking to, like, the chair later is, like, trying to eat Lily. 
<laughs> we have watched. I, have a, I took a picture of this. I think it's funny that there's like, okay, yeah, the I'm green eyes you. thing I remember not at all, Alex. And I, ju- I literally just watched this movie. Oh, I don't have a picture of that. God damn it. The chair is my destroyer. I will live by the sunshine. Oh yeah, this is him at the beginning. He had like he had um, like neon green eyes and and fingernails, and he's talking to Blitz. Oh yeah, in mine they don't show him for like three quarters of the movie. They, not at all. At the not beginning? even once. Oh jeez. <laughs> yes. Oh man, wow. Yeah. Well, the opening yeah. shot of the movie is awesome. He, so it's Tim Curry, and he. He's the the villain in this movie. Am I, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but I feel like I watched it twice and there's you don't see him for a long time. Like the setup is like the build up to seeing You would what remember he it too because like. it's immediately. Yeah. Cuz nope. I I was surprised. I'm like, "Oh, okay." So it starts with him and so he's I mean, if you haven't seen this, he has a shitload of makeup on. He has two enormous, like, three So much foot, makeup that it injured him. Yes. <laughs> yes. He had three-foot-long, gigantic, black, like, bullhorns They're coming sweet. out of his head. The makeup is oh, insane. incredible. Yes. Bright red like the devil. He has hooves. Rob Botton is the guy that did all that shit. And uh, whoever, I didn't look it up. I assumed he did, also did The Witches. I don't know if you've ever he saw. He Because... The, all the creatures look like the goblins look like. Yeah. Remember the movie Witches? Yes. With Angelica oh, Houston? Yes, yeah. It scared the living fuck out of me. I still haven't seen the whole thing. <laughs> oh, my I God. I used to try to watch we gotta it. We got to do that. I know we talked. I think we talked about this last time, too. We've that gotta, already that movie already moved, ruined my childhood. <laughs> that movie. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I watched. I remember watching like four minutes of it in a hotel room on cable. <laughs> and I was like, well. Um, our I vacation guess my is life ruined. is over. <laughs> yes. That's like, a wrap for yeah, me. Vacation ruined. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Guess what? I got to inhale already. Okay, hold on. Let's inhale. <laughs> and exhale. The witches, though. Goddamn. Scary. And I, met, I, I, tr- I looked it up, and I didn't get any... Uh, uh, equivocal answers. I assume the same guy did the makeup because the witches yeah. look very similar to the that Blix, the goblin in this. Right. Although they said they modeled the goblin after Keith Richards. Yeah, I saw that. My guy kind of makes sense, actually. Yeah, he lo- kind of looks like him. Yeah. Everything in this movie was uh, hella scary. I mean, if I saw this when I was like six, somebody's like, "Yeah, we're gonna watch a fantasy film." I remember this movie being unsettling to me at some points. Like I, I, I could tolerate it, but it was there was a like the the goblins were pretty scary. But yeah, and they are pretty scary. And I had a hard time with Labyrinth too. Actually, I think the scariest character in this movie is Gump. No kidding. The Gump is the uh, the assistant elf guy to to Tom Cruise. Yeah, that we meet later. This is consigliere. And he talks like this. And he talks like this the whole time. And yeah. you're like, uh, I find you rather unpleasant. And also, I thought for sure child. that Gump was like being played by a nine-year-old. Yeah, that he dude was 19. Was, yeah, I knew. I figured. He seemed like a little boy. Yeah, but he was like ripped but he was, yeah, and but tiny. He, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something was up there. Yeah, I knew there was something up there. Like This guy's too good of an actor to be a little kid. But this is very strange. Not that good of an actor. They didn't use his voice. Yeah. They dubbed all the voices in this movie. Not Tom Cruise's. 
But they certainly added some stuff to Tim Curry's voice. Yep. He was he was like, I am the Prince of Darkness, blah, 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 blah. Like, no, no. That's not so what this, it sounds like. This movie starts out for me and for anyone else that would watch it, I guess. It's not a director's cut. You see Tim Curry as this big monster. His name is Darkness, basically. Yeah, they don't even I don't think they name him and later they call him Big D. And that's what I kept calling him. Big D? Uh, maybe only in the director's cut, but <laughs> there so many changes. Yeah, they're doing something. Well, we'll get but to that. But basically, so he's so he's explaining to Blix his little consigliere hobgoblin guy. He's like, "Oh, you need to go out and kill the last of the unicorn because then there will be no more light. Because all of light and goodness comes from unicorns. Yes, in this fairy tale land." This is a fair. Where they tale. also talk about God a lot. They talk about heaven and God kind of frequently. Do they? Yes. Yeah, I guess heaven. There, there's mentions. Um, and this movie, if you, when you're paying attention to it, like we do for this podcast, <laughs> it takes place in about a half mile radius. Yeah, just in the woods. Yeah, and they're like, oh, this thing's over here, and this thing's over here. <laughs> there it is. And this thing's right over here. We had to walk for two and a half minutes. Yeah. This is rough stuff. Like, Not oh. like the fucking hobbits that had to no. go all the way to Mordor. Yep, they sure did. But the, you're like, oh, no, just on the other side of the uh, river right there. Yeah. That's right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at one point, it was like, we need a champion, and you need weapons. Yeah, and then they open up this vault thing. He's like, "I can't go in there with you." It's like you're supposed to be a nice little elf, dude. Come on now. And then he goes in there and with the fairy, and there's like all kinds of armor and just a very conveniently located treasure trove right. of weapons and gold and whatnot. Weapons, armor, gold that all fit Tom Cruise. Yep. Tom Cruise uh, plays a character named Jack, who is a young man that lives in the forest. Indeed, he's alone. Kind of, I mean, he's a Tarzan kind of guy, but kind of. And then you're like, maybe he's kind of Jack and the Beanstalk guy as oh. an older character. Yeah, I thought. Um, yeah, should we be doing this better? <laughs> 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 we didn't watch the same movie i know that's essentially weird. yeah yeah you definitely don't see in the ver in the director's cut version that i watched they're definitely hiding big d huh to show you later they roll the d out right away in the theatrical version no, not in mine they're like look check it out here it is i don't want to hide this from you i don't want to wine and dine you and then finally at the end of the night then you see the d I'm showing you the D right up front so you understand what you're dealing with. Right. That's what I do on dates. <laughs> Don't mind the rash. Hi-o. <laughs> Hi-o. <laughs> Good times. Uh, yep. So Alex sees uh, the devil, essentially, is yeah. what he is. The Prince of Darkness, the, yes. the King of Darkness, Big explaining D. all his shit. And that he needs to get rid of unicorns. Uh, and he says, in my version at least, that unicorns are stupid, but no one knows it, that a creature so weak could have a, the power to rule the universe in their horns. Sure. 
and he wants to get rid of them because they're the source of light and all that is good. He ain't about that light. In their world. No, he is not. And Blix, he's like, you're my... You're my most loathsome of goblins, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. And Blix is like, yes, master. Like, what do we use as bait? Innocence. Innocence. (laughs) And that's what you use as bait. And I didn't understand how, and that is what they're going to use as bait, but how that was them doing that, they don't really allude to within the movie. You're like, no. Uh, Tom Cruise is going to take his girlfriend to see the unicorn because he can speak to animals. Tom Cruise can. Yeah. He's and he's holding a, he's holding a fox. And then she's like, "Teach me rabbits." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, cuz she had just talking to a some kind of bird, a sparrow or something." Yeah. 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 And she's like, "Teach me rabbits." He's like, "No, no. Rabbits are much more difficult than sparrows." You're like, "Haha." She's like, why not? He's like, well, I have something much more exciting that I promised you today. Mm-hmm. Then he puts a blindfold on her, and they walk to a stream. Now, just to let you know, this is all being shot in a forest. It's this picturesque woodland forest. Yes. But there's a breeze, and it's just blowing shit everywhere. Leaves, bubbles, glitter. Oh, for a minute I was like, did John Woo direct this? Because there's about 87 pigeons and yes. doves flying all over and the place at all blown, times. And they're just shit in the air all over the place. Yeah. Bubbles. Several times bubbles are like a bubble yeah, machine is and, going Yeah, inexplicably. And they make just no bubbles. Men, like there's not. Yeah. I think that was maybe so when much the fairy was around. And not Mariah There's Carey a glitter. lot of glitter. Not Mariah There's a Carey lot of glitter. glitter. And... Uh, Tom Cruise is like, Jack, he's like, we're going to go see these unicorns, and they go, and they go, and he blindfolds her, and they go to the stream, and they're sitting there staring at it, and it is beautiful, you're like, wow, this is very, wherever they, wherever the set is, or whatever forest they added a bunch of weird technicolor to, it's good looking. No, there's butterflies, glitter, leaves, bubbles. Yeah, heart-shaped pieces of paper, I don't know, all whipping around in the air. Yes. And they're waiting there for the unicorns. We don't know what they're waiting for, but we we get the idea. They're just waiting for the right... They're at the the spot, waiting. Yeah. And, oh, she'd also... Do I need to go back? No, I don't. No. She was friends, we find out, with some people that live in the woods. Mia Sarah. that, That mean nothing to anyone... As far because they all get frozen, <laughs> right? I think she would that they're just trying to and that's place never her resolved. Yeah. yeah, she's just friends with a family that lives in the woods. Sure. And after she brings, after she hangs out with them, she brought Jack some cookies. One was heart shaped. Yeah, we're not sure what their relationship is at this point, but they clearly are kind of into she each is other. Putting but it yeah, there. he uh, blindfolds her. I said this. They're gonna go look at unicorns. Uh. As they're looking at the stream, the unicorns, I don't know if in your version they were, but they were accompanied by some like terrible sounds that were supposed to be pleasant, but it was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Did Radiohead do the soundtrack for this? 
<laughs> that is my Radiohead impression, and it's not bad. <laughs> uh, they, I read that they use uh, whale whale noises to do that. Ah, uh, well, it was unpleasant. Uh, the majestic yeah. unicorn sounds. So she's not supposed to go touch them, but she does. But, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, she walks towards them. And Tom Cruise is like, no! No! But he doesn't really do anything about it. He just kind of yells at her. And she walks over. And she walks into the stream. And then one of them runs at her real yeah. hard. Meanwhile, there's goblins in the woods. Creepy fucking goblins. Yeah. They've, the crew from earlier yeah. managed to Which find they're them. Cons- they're considering this a trap, but in no way did they set this up. No. They keep calling it a trap, and I'm like, well... Because like, they were just standing... Yeah, they're like, oh, if we do something wrong, she won't fall for our trap. <laughs> I'm like, what was your trap? Tom Cruise wasn't involved. You weren't involved. He steered like, clear What the, the fuck the are you thing. talking about? Yeah, this wasn't a trap. It was just a lucky coincidence that you knew might happen. That you just happened upon. Yes, yes. So, whatever. Um, so, she goes out to the... She's in the stream, and the unicorn starts running at her. Okay, let me just say this. Oh. When the unicorns come running out, and so it's, they're white horses with, with horns, and man, those horns are flopping around. Yeah, they are. They're <laughs> rubber as shit. White horses, <laughs> horns flopping around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're going crazy after they run at her. The one runs at her, and you don't really know why, but then she sings, and it kind of calms down. And you're like, oh, she's going to get to hang out with this unicorn now. But as she gets to hang out with it, the goblins, the the main one, Blix, the Keith Richards goblin, is preparing a <laughs> blow dart. Yeah, he's dipping it in poison. And the, or whatever. the unicorn finally relaxes enough to be like, yo, you can touch me human woman yeah and she does but at that almost exact moment you shot in the ass with the blow dart yeah which also results in absolutely nothing no it does what what they shoot it with the blow dart and it goes fucking crazy yeah but moments later it shows these at least in my version (laughs) the unicorns are just frolicking together and you're like, well, I thought that one just got shot with a blow dart. Yeah, and then it goes down. And then no, they Blix f- walks they over and they're like, more. fuck you. And they saw it off and then winter starts. Yes, that does happen. But there's a bunch of frolicking before that happens in my version. Yes. <sighs> See, now they you're making saw me it doubt. Off, like, chopped did, it off with did the they sword. do that? Did I, I don't. Yeah, no. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, we didn't even watch the same Before that, movie. and do. Is this in your movie? Is it your version? Is this uh, in my movie? After the unicorn scene, Jack and Lily, Mia Sarah, are uh, are having a little convo, and they're basically expressing their love for each other. And she says, "I will marry." She's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "I must give a challenge. I will marry whoever finds this ring." Yeah. Well, she could have like tossed it, you know, three <laughs> feet away. Yeah. It made things pretty easy for everybody. But she uh, throws it over a fucking cliff. Yes, that they're standing on. Yeah. 
Well, Jack is like, what? Whatever you say. And he jumps over the cliff. Immediately jumps head first. And she immediately starts freaking out. And then it starts becoming winter because in the meantime, the unicorns, one of them is getting their horn chopped off. I also didn't understand, to ruin the movie, they shot the one with the blow dart. Yes. Catch up to it. Chop off its horn. Yes. Later on, Big D is real disappointed that they only <laughs> killed the one. Right. Um. Why? Why did they only kill the one? The other one got away. Yeah, but it was kind of hanging around for a while. Oh, as man. in the version I saw, it was like they frolicked for a while after it got shot with the blow dart. <laughs> I don't remember the frolicking in mine. That wasn't in yours. Hmm. That was an extra seven minutes of mine. Seven minutes? was unicorn why frolicking. Would, why? <laughs> Why would they? Which is what I like to call having sex. <laughs> unicorn frolicking because I'm always alone. Hardcore unicorn scene. Yeah, frolicking, flopping all over the place. That unicorn. Yeah, their was, horns uh, were flopping all over. Those the place. those yeah. horns were flopping all over the place. Yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well. They frolicked. Whatever. The end. And after he dives, everything starts going to hell. Yep. Starts snowing. Immediately, it gets dark. Thunderstorming. Everything's covered in snow and ice. And by the time he doesn't get the ring, but he hears Lily screaming. And he comes up from underneath the water, and now the top of the lake, or whatever it is, is frozen. Real thick. Yeah. And he is banging on it. Uh, 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 yeah. He busts he, out. He finally busts out, and it's kind of like Jason coming out of the water. In, yes. Uh, in Friday the 13th, part two. There's a lot of pneumatic air guns in this movie. There's steam shooting from cannons all over the place in this movie. And this yes. is one of those places where it's like, you you shouldn't have done that, but. No. There's lots of examples of that in this movie. There is lots, lots of air of, cannons. Yeah. It was the 80s. Yeah. Uh, um, she makes it, after this happens, whether you saw this or not, she <laughs> she makes it back to her family friends at the forest yes, home. Yes, and the house is all, they're frozen. Yeah, they are, Everything's they're frozen. literally frozen solid. Yeah. And they never come back again. Like, we well, never. It's never guys, pointed out. Like, like, oh, well, if if the way biology actually works, they're all dead. Yeah. Every single Things one of them didn't end well yeah. for everyone. In Cryogenically fact, freezing doesn't actually work. Uh, they died. So that baby is dead. That mom is dead. <laughs> way to go, Ridley Scott. Again, who is this movie for? It's a fairy tale. Yeah, who is this movie for? And did you look up the money? Uh yeah, it uh it uh was it's not a it's not a good story. Mm-mm. Um I imagine not. Bing, bing bing bing. The budget for this movie in 1985 was $24.5 million. It's a solid budget. How much do you think it made? I'm going to say... Cost 24, how much do you think it made? I'm going to say it made 18. Ooh, pretty close. It made 15. Damn. Yeah, it was a real flopper. It was a big old shit brick. Yeah, because and that's... 
Because no one wants to see a fairy tale, an action. Well, not even action. a fairy tale. It, it was. It wasn't for kids. It wasn't for adults. But that's what it was. Like, it was kind of dumb. When it has dumb shit like light and good only comes from unicorns. Yeah, and then it's like okay, so we're all right. Yeah, that's but where also we're at. the that's devil looks tale. like a. If you're seven, you're gonna have nightmares Look, for the rest of your Tim fucking Curry life. Tim Curry redeems this and makes this a movie worth watching. This is why it's still memorable. Yes. I am very uh, scary, and the makeup is amazing. The makeup is unfucking believable. When you see it, you're like, especially his, yeah. Where you're like, that cannot possibly be Tim Curry. Yeah. I, how do you think Tim Curry feels about playing the embodiment of evil? A few, several times. <laughs> like he's like, good at it. Yeah. But they're like, you know, we're we're even going to alter your voice a little bit for this, but uh, we would like you to play the Prince of Darkness, the devil. And then a few years later, they're like, you know, there's this clown that murders kids. And you know who came to mind first? <laughs> you, my friend, Tim Curry. The creep. <laughs> yes. Now he's all, he's like in a, did he, he's still alive, right? He had a stroke. Yeah, a few years he's ago. Like, uh, in a wheelchair. Yeah. I guess he's still alive, shit. but uh, not in great shape. He did fun stuff, too, though. You know what's a movie we should do? Clue. I loved that movie. <sighs> yeah. And I have no <laughs> recollection of it whatsoever. Madeline Kahn is in it, I think. Lots of people are in that movie. Yeah. Also a box office failure. Was it? I don't know. <laughs> I now assume. it's making shit up. Yeah. Toll, we can't lie on our podcast. We're not lying. I immediately said I don't know. All right. All right. Just be cool. Yeah. So her family friends are frozen, and uh, Blix the Goblin has a hold of the unicorn horn, and they go back to the goblin lair where we see them like cooking stuff, and and Blix is doing all kinds of crazy shit. He's doing magic with the fucking horn. You can do whatever you want with the the unicorn horn. It's powerful shit. It's very powerful. You could rule the universe, and he's making his buddy's ass light on fire. Cut to Jack, Tom Cruise, asleep in the woods, passed out. Not frozen, though. Luckily, he was underwater. he's, He's sleeping in a pile of snow. Yeah, no problem. With he's scantily clad, we'll say scantily clad throughout the entire movie. Yes, he has short shorts and like a shredded like jungle shirt with long hair. Yes, sure, like Peter Pan essentially. Yeah, um, Peter Pan slash Greystoke, the Legend of Tarzan. Yes, and it is Greystoke, right? And not <coughs> it's not Greystroke. <laughs> I mean that. I think that's a porno movie uh, series. Oh, Greystroke. Old, old dudes. Yeah, watch those. <laughs> <laughs> um. So as he wakes up, this fairy, not fairy, uh, well, there is a fairy bouncing up and down on his face. Little teeny tiny Hey-o. fairy. And uh, then we meet Gump. We don't know his name yet, but a little... Forest elf with a real fucking shitty voice. A forest elf named Gump. Yeah. Forest Gump. Whoa. Gump of the forest. A Gump of the forest. 
that's fucking kind of <laughs> that's kind of weird, man. Um, yeah, I guess I didn't remember his name was Gump. I was so, like, oh yeah, here's a let's ruin our childhood moment that really works. <laughs> They're talking, and. He, they're they're having a little conversation. He's like, "I'm Gump of the Forest," and I'm like, "Why the fuck would they make this little creature talk like that?" For one, <laughs> and Jack's just like, "Oh yeah, what's going on?" And he answers him, "Cause I know everything, Jack." And then Jack says, literally, "Why is it like this?" And he says. Immediately after saying, I know everything, Jack. <laughs> Jack says, why is it like this? And Gump says, I'd have to be a great wizard to know that. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, dog. You just said you knew everything. Yeah, you just went from A you to don't Z know real shit. fast. Yeah. Uh, Jack explains to them what happened. And that he's in love and he led his girlfriend meet some unicorns. And they, you know touch, how it is. they touch the unicorn. You know how it is. You're trying to impress yeah. this hot girl you see out. You're like, yeah. oh man, I need to like show yeah. I need to like prove myself and you you know, you show the unicorn. Yeah. You ready to shit. see the unicorn, baby? Oh baby, here they yeah. come. Yeah. Here they come. Here yeah. comes those unicorns. You can rule the universe with this unicorn. Oh, oh shit. Uh yeah. And so he says, I'm mortal lay the hands on a unicorn. You're like, why does this creepy tiny dude have to talk like this? But they're all very upset. And uh, he says he will help them. Gump will. He will help Jack if he can solve a riddle. Otherwise, he's on his own. Yes. And the riddle is, what is a bell that does not ring, yet its song makes the angels sing? Something to that effect. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck it is. But Jack immediately <laughs> was like. Stumped toll. Jack was like, a flower? Bluebells? And after he says that this is evidently correct, and I don't know if this was in your cut of the film. I don't but, remember uh, this at all. Gump freaks the fuck out for like two minutes. And I was like, this is for really two unpleasant. He just runs around. Oh, no. Woo, 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 woo. Oh, no. He was like, ah, ah. He's like, oh, he's done it. Ah, ah. Like he was fucking melting in The Wizard of Oz. And I was like, this is really That's unenjoyable to watch. <laughs> yeah. And it was. But then he says, he's like, you've bested me, Jack. I'm like, oh, okay. So uh, now... Gump is willing to help him, along with all of these little dwarf guys that appeared out of nowhere that there's no explanation for whatsoever. Yeah, they're just like... Uh, they're just kind of there. They showed like up. One of the dwarves from the Seven Dwarves, basically, came to life. Is what they're yeah, like. but there's a bunch they're of them. little hairy, big yeah. nose, big ears. Yeah. Uh, and he says... He says, not knowing the answer to a riddle, or a riddle with no answer is kind of like needing a glass when you want to drink some wine. And I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so it turns out one of these dwarves that just appeared out of nowhere has wine in under his hat. Sure. And he starts, and then you Gump, dwarves get Gump has a, a, a bunch yeah, of yeah. little cups on his fingertips. Oh, yeah. 
It's like, time to have some fun. And you're like, oh, why did they make this little nice dwarf elf guy talk like a demon? I don't know. <laughs> but they cool did. In the 80s. And they share the wine from out of this other dwarf's hat. And they talk about how precious it is, but as he's pouring it, I assume due to makeup and his dexterity not being that great <laughs> with his tiny fingers, he was spilling it all over the place. <laughs> and they literally they mentioned not spilling it, and it is yeah, going he everywhere. He doesn't. He doesn't pour one of these. He basically just dumps it all yeah, over the yeah. general area. Of yes, the like somebody <laughs> pouring eighteen fireballs. Yes, yes. He just dumping the whole yes. thing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, they just said this stuff was precious. And this shit is this going guy's a world's everywhere. Worst bartender. Yeah. So they have their little celebration of I don't really know what Jack getting a riddle right, and yeah. they're on their search for a unicorn. They walk eighty-seven feet, <laughs> right? Yep. And they're like, "We must stop here." And they do, but Jack is like, "I'm moving. I'm pushing forward the next twelve feet." <laughs> <laughs> to where he finds the dead unicorn. Right. Frozen. Uh, and as he walks up to it, the other still living unicorn is there. Yeah. Very upset. <laughs> as far as we can tell. So upset, its little horn is flopping all over the place. <laughs> it's flopping it's around. Even, yeah, it's curved downward now. It's as if he's been smoking since he was 14. <laughs> His horn doesn't work. Um <laughs> So they decide they must. We must find a champion. We must find a champion. Mm-hmm. They decide it, it's who? Who else? You're hanging out with Tom Cruise. Who's going to be Jackie, champion? Jackie, baby. Jackie, baby. Jackie Rogers yep. Jr. Mm-hmm. And they decide that uh, he's going to be their champion. Cut to the goblins cooking some stuff, and him. Blix zapping some stuff with the horn in a separate scene, a short yep. scene. Uh, the Gump says they are going to have to find some weaponry because he's a champion and Tom Cruise doesn't know anything about weaponry and he's like, I won't know how to use it. And he's like, you'll figure it out. Like, oh, okay. Uh, they walk about 28 more feet. And find a secret stash of treasure, a treasure trove, if you will. Yeah, just sitting there. Of weapons and armor. and all shiny yep. and bright. All golden. Maybe yep. some brass. Hard to tell on film. I was watching gold it with glitter on DVD. Everything, the gold was glittery yes. gold. A, I'm talking Mariah Carey glitter. <laughs> you goddamn gold. right. I bet Mariah Carey glitter made more than this. Uh, but it... No matter what, it was a very convenient stash of weapons, and there was so much fucking glitter yeah. on it, just on his face too. Oh, I know. And it was just like, when, why is he covered in glitter? That there's no movie that's ever spent more on glitter because glitter covers. Every, it's like someone, like on the set, had a giant like bag of glitter, and they're walking across the set, and they're like, whoops, boom, and they like hit the ground, and glitter just yes. shot everywhere. And they're like, well, fuck it. We just have to keep rolling. So <laughs> yes. glitter is just going to cover everything, yeah. I guess. We that spent all this money on glitter. We're like. fucking using it. All right. Glitter came out in 2001. I said 2003, I think. I was wrong. Uh, uh. In 2001, glitter. 
the Mariah Carey movie, the budget. <laughs> what was your guess? I didn't guess the budget. Okay, but you guessed what? You guessed I what? guess it made more than this than Legend. I said, I said eighteen million dollars for Legend. So, so you think this made and Legend made less. fifteen million dollars. I think this made more. Okay, I think Glitter made more. The budget for Glitter, the Mariah Carey movie from two thousand one, was twenty two million dollars. Okay. <laughs> So it definitely the did. The gross for the movie was $5 million. Oh, my God. <laughs> How does that even happen? That movie was a real dog turd. Jesus. Mariah Carey. Ooh, her film career started and finished. Oh, that movie had the brat in it and everything. Uh, I believe Mariah Carey is in Precious. As like a You're counselor. right, yes, and she was actually acclaimed in that movie. Yes. That's, that's, I think everyone yes, was. That's what I'm saying. All right. So whatever. <laughs> Glitter was a real shit bomb. <laughs> um, cutting to the goblins back at the thing where they're grilling some creatures. They're messing with the horn. Uh, Blix is, and he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I got all the power now. He is his, actually the same guy did the voice for Blix and the guy that's supposed to be okay, yeah. which is weird. And it clearly was the same voice, just modulated differently. Yeah, and hor- like, why would you choose, who Who are you making this movie for, like the nice little elf boy ta- has the same voice as the fucking creepy goddamn yeah. goblin that really talks like this. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. a weird choice. It was a fucking... Everything in this was a weird choice, in my opinion. That's true. This was creepy as fuck. And all fantasy movies from my childhood are creepy. I was creeped the fuck out by Labyrinth, but yeah. I loved Labyrinth. We'll have to it watch scared that the fucking one. shit out of me, but I loved it. Yeah. Uh, I was creeped the fuck out by Never Ending Story, oh, yeah. but I loved Never Ending Story. Yeah, it's true. I was creeped the fuck out by Legend, and I was like, fuck Legend. This movie blows. (laughs) This movie already ruined my childhood, because I was like, there's a reason I don't know this movie, because it fucking sucks my dick hole. Actually, (laughs) was it that bad? I don't know. But when I was a kid, I hated it. And not just because it was scary. I was like, it doesn't make... There's not enough, like fun stuff there's yeah there's not enough of a story yeah i think i thought this the the same thing by the end of it i'm like man i mean i've watched a lot of movies where nothing really happens but this is like a movie that nothing really happened uh but it was like this sort of big sweeping epic but also nothing really happened so you're like what was this what did i just watch exactly and given the same genre at all right around the same time labyrinth Labyrinth has so out. much fun stuff happening. I'm guessing before this or after this? I bet 86, maybe 87. It could have been it's too got far. CGI in it. The oh. opening owl is CGI in 86, so just a year later. How about Never Ending Story? Never Ending Story. <laughs> nah. Never-ending story, I bet, was before. Story. What possessed all these people to make these movies? It just was, yeah, uh, 84. 
it was just what was popular then, just like Marvel movies now. Like, but it wasn't like. No, but they're all no, like kind of bombs. I don't know. Yeah, what's the what's the best? But I, let me. What's the okay. best movie from the eighties? And that's one of these sword fantasy, like Conan. That was seventies. Conan the Destroyer. That was eighties. Sucks. <laughs> we but should watch Con- that Con- one. But you can't. You're saying Conan now because you're used to Conan O'Brien, but it's Conan. Conan. But Conan is Conan, not Conan. Who names their fucking kid? Oh, I guess he's significantly older than us. So, <laughs> yeah, not significantly at this point. But, uh, yeah, Conan would have been the not even the re- originator, but maybe the rebooter of it. The best. Oh, well, was- there was something. Okay. Neverending Story had the racing snail, a oh. rock, a giant rock guy. Yeah. It had all kinds of fun shit in it. Yes. Labyrinth, also, all kinds of fun shit. The talking hands, the dudes that fucking pop their heads and switch them around and sing. The worm that's like, ah, oh, if I would have told him the other way, shit, you're blowing it would have gone right straight now. to the castle. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that worm is fucking sweet. And a bunch of shit. And Ludo and a bunch of goofy goblins getting their heads knocked over by rocks. And he's like, ah, Ludo, friend. And then later in the movie, he's like, ah, <laughs> ah, ah. And he calls all the rocks and the bog of eternal stench and a talking dog that rides a fucking dog. That shit is fun. <laughs> that shit is fun. What fun is in this movie? <laughs> that, this movie is not fun at all. It's fucking horrifying. Boy, now, if I watched this movie when I was seven years old, which I guarantee I started to do, and then I was like, ha, nope. I didn't see it in theaters, but I was like, my parents were like, oh, let's start Legend. Actually, they probably weren't. Because remember the box for Legend? Yes. Uh, it's a fucking demon. Yeah, like Satan With the himself. biggest horns that like you've ever fucking version seen. version of Satan. Like the most, aggr- <laughs> yes. the most aggressive Satan yes. ever. Does your director's non-director's cut version have him coming through the mirror? Yeah. I, oh, it does. Yeah. See, in mine, that was the first time we actually see him. Oh, okay. That was the first time you see his face. You see his fucking huh. hoof. Yeah, you his see, hoof feet come yeah. out. And yes, there is glitter on this on those hooves. There, there is. lots of glitter. Yes. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> That was, how, how did I think I was even maybe going to do a Mariah Carey? <laughs> that was your Mariah Carey impression? Yeah. It was me screaming. <laughs> Be real high. (laughs) That was much better. (laughs) I don't want a lot for Christmas. That's it's weird when the devil comes out and he's singing that. Yeah, like oh. I was watching this uh, movie with my wife, and she uh, loved this movie as a kid. And she finds she she found uh, uh, at the time when she was a childhood. And currently found Tim Curry as a devil to be a very sexy character. I could, I mean, that fucking, the the amount of rubber they have on that dude and his fucking chin. And his ball sack chin. chin. Yes. His long. Which is straight, it's really long. It's like yeah. a long hanging. And his jaw. And if yeah. you t- if you took the horns off that dude and made it, he looks like Gaston from the animated version of Beauty and the Beast. With no, if you took his horns away, yeah, he looks like a cartoon of an attractive man. Yeah, 
Yes, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. No, well, there's now a live action mo- ver- version of that. We saw uh, two of my jokes have been I ruined s- by recent movies. Spider Man Homecoming ruined one of my jokes. That's right. And live action Beauty and the Beast ruined one of my favorite jokes. Not fair. Motherfuckers. We're out here trying to make jokes and then movies just steal them. Don't even give us any money. Oh, the period of time. Maybe this uh, makes me seem like a worse comedian, but. <laughs> Uh, I really enjoyed Family Guy for a while. I really don't even watch it at all anymore. And I yeah. think they're still making new ones, and I just don't. I even record I it. I still watch. I record it, and I rarely put it on because there's other things to watch on Sunday night that I have to catch. Like, I don't have that much time, Alex. Again. Oh, no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I hear you. Um, but there was a period of time where Family Excuse me. We're going to lose our fucking license. Um, Jesus. I'm like a one-liner comedian for the most part. Yeah. I Set do up com- punch. Set up completely punch. unrelated jokes most of the time. And Family Guy was ruining my jokes to a degree where I was like, you've got to be fucking yeah. kidding me. We're like three weeks after I wrote a joke, it would be like, just a throwaway joke on Family Guy. And what what I've heard is uh, that. <laughs> Wait, are you a, are are you one of the Bushes now? <laughs> what I heard. What I heard. Hey, let me hear you. What I heard hey. one time yeah. around the campfire <laughs> when I was a boy. <laughs> what I had heard was that uh, like there's stand ups there, like go, go, or like open mics and stuff in uh, L. A. And like writers from Family Guy will sit in the back and be like, just like stealing steal, shit. And then they'll tell, they have jokes they tell, and they'll see them on Family Guy a few months later. Like, oh, cool. Actually, that doesn't really surprise me. Yeah. Uh, it also doesn't really, I don't know. Because I just tell they're all obvious jokes. Like it's I not like I'm, I'm writing about. fucking. Occasionally I write some shit where I'm like, oh, this is a deep, like yeah. no one else has got this joke. But most of my jokes are like, yeah, sure. If you if you sat down and were like, I'm going to write a joke about this, this would be the joke you came up with, <laughs> right. but no one cared to do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And most people are circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, that's only two of my jokes. Anyway, legend, talking about legend. Are still talking about legend? Uh... What you talking about, Legend? <laughs> no, I don't want to be because it was. I watched this movie twice, Alex. I really did. That's and pretty the first impressive. time, well, the first time, uh, my lady was over and we were having some beverages. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> I didn't. No, it wasn't. We weren't doing anything, mm-hmm. and it was on the TV, and it was like I didn't even watch it. And I watched it the second time today. And I was like, you know what? Boy, oh boy, I would rather be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not even a negative review because I don't I wouldn't call this bad. It's it's neat. It makes no sense in so many ways. Yeah. I feel like we're doing a wrap up thing <laughs> and we're not even all the way through the movie. Even close. 
We're barely through the beginning. <laughs> so we're not going to finish this probably, but huh. it is very neat looking. Man, and Ridley Scott makes a beautiful fucking movie. I know. That's what we keep talking about. It's true. It's freaky, it's, deaky. Uh, they're just very, very textured. Textured and like just visceral. Sk- sk- visceral is a great word for it. Did you see uh, Blade Runner 2049? No, it's been on a lot on HBO. But he didn't make it, but it is. it couldn't be more fitting. It is maybe, I can't even name who directed it. Hmm. Some Spanish guy, I think. I thought it was like a Japanese dude. It's a real, it's, I think it's more like European or Spanish. But, man, Blade Runner 2049 Here's my uh, endorsement on our legend podcast. <laughs> Blade, Blade Runner 2049 is a great homage to Ridley Scott because it is maybe the best looking movie I've ever seen, huh. period. I wish I had seen it on the big screen, and I didn't. But I've watched it on Blu-ray slash HD HBO several times, and sometimes I'm not sure if it makes sense. But goddamn, it is good looking. And Ryan Gosling can play an emotionless motherfucker like nobody's business. Ryan Gosling, a guy I want to hate, but is always great. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Villanueva. Uh, f- a, uh, Where's French, he from? French. French. So it's Villanueva. It's Villanueva. It's Villanueva. Denis Villanueva. Ha ha ha. Wee wee. Oh, yes. You tried to take my character? No, no. I am Denis Villeneuve. I make a no, no. Blade Runner film. <laughs> I am Denis Villeneuve. Don't worry about it. I rape skunks. I turn it around on them. The skunks try to rape me, and I rape the skunks. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, all those fucking skunks. Wee, wee. Ha, ha, ha. Yes. Because I got it wrong, and I said skunks and not cats. Kofefe! <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? I'm going to inhale. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and exhale. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> All right, we're back. Hold on, I'm going to play this. It's barely coming through. You're going to have to drop it in. This week. Both of us are dead. I had brain cancer and Ebert liked Home Alone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Man, did I used to love that show. Oh, baby. Dude, there was no, that was one of my favorite things. Did you watch, okay, randomly, that I put in the same category, Auto Week. Did you ever watch Auto Week? Auto Week on PBS. They would re- they would review cars <laughs> and like, like new cars. Yeah, and like it was new, insane. New Toyota and it was Tuzo. very much like no, but it's British. The new Toyota. Tuzo. No, no, it was American. Oh, Auto Week. 
Huh. Even though it wasn't about a guy named Otto. Otto's weak. Oh, man. Otto's weak. I I got drunk again. <laughs> <laughs> I took back my DVDs. <laughs> that sounds like Poles. Wow, like. there's Americans named Otto too. <laughs> Are there even is British is Otto a British name? The sound, the the accent seemed right. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, it seemed right. <laughs> Good, perfect. The only Otto Otto I know is from The Simpsons. Ooh, I can do that one, <laughs> but I won't because it's the exact same as Snake and also Keanu Reeves. Actually, I think it is different, but I can't think of anything that he says. Oh, hey, you want to come back up in the attic and smoke? <laughs> this is the one I get introduced in, not introduced, but like I'm a main character in uh, that turned into Tommy Chong. I regret it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen to this shit tomorrow. I don't have to listen to it, but I'm going to to judge myself. Good idea, Alex. We have uh, deferred far from this movie. Deferred, <laughs> deferred. We're in a deferred judgment on this podcast. Yeah, we, uh, we can't keep podcasting, or else our uh, judgment will be right brought yeah. brought up. Uh, I don't know how the legal system works. Or I don't know. Well, uh, how about this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, you I'm trying, trying to get back in the movie. Deal with me? I'm sure, no, I'm trying to get back in the movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, whatever happened to him, he's with the, he's with, uh, Gump now. She shows up. To the two, he they left the two little dudes, the two dwarves, to guard the uh, unicorn, the one that's still alive, right? Along with the dead one, and uh, sh- she, Lily, shows up running through like no joke, three feet of snow. Yeah, it is snow. It's been snowing an inch per yes. second. Yeah, so much snow. Yeah, and she runs there. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And they're mad. They're mad at her. Yeah, because she touched the fucking unicorn. Yeah, but she didn't fucking shoot it. She didn't chop its goddamn horn off. Did she even actually touch it? As far as I remember, no. I don't not think, even I think once. They, they did it. They cut it so it was very close, but not quite yeah. before she, the unicorn yeah. got And I, I felt like that was, it was noticeable that she actually didn't. I said that she did earlier because they say that she did. Yeah. Uh, so they do that, and immediately when she shows up, the goblins are right behind her. They're firing arrows, and brown top, hobnob, hobglob, schlebschlob, whatever that fucking uh, dwarf's name is. Doc and Sleepy. Yes. Yes. And Bashful. Bashful. Uh, that wasn't certainly wasn't uh, Gump because he was wearing a loincloth the whole time. <laughs> Am I right? Bingo. He wasn't bashful, and he was nineteen. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't. That's legal. Sure, we can do what we want. That's true. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah. So there. The goblins show up and they're firing arrows and hobschlob, glib glob, 
slob knob. The one that isn't Billy Barty, right. the taller of the two dwarf guys, yep. is blocking arrows like it's nobody's business. The front, He's got man. mad skills. It was a bit much. It was a bit much, especially since it's one of the very few sort of humorous parts in the whole movie. Yeah. Like, and he's blocking him, blocking him, blocking him, blocking him. And she gets to run away, and the unicorn runs away, but he gets eventually gets shot in the hat. I would right. say head. But hat. And you think it's head, maybe. He has a Keebler elf hat but on. It's, he fully does. <laughs> right? And he yes. gets shot in the top of it. Oh, did you bring me fudge stripes, bitch? <laughs> oh, man, I forgot. God damn it. Fudge stripes, bitch. Uh, sorry I called you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still alive. And somehow we don't see any of this go down. They they leave out a lot of like the the parts that you feel like you would like to see, like her and the unicorn being captured. We don't see that at all. Even in the director's cut. Yeah. I'm and then later you think they get away, but no, later they're just captured because he got shot in the head. But didn't really. Pretended to be dead, or thought he was dead, after getting shot in the head. Yeah, an arrow and going the, through your hat, head doesn't I mean knock hat. you unconscious, but okay. Well, there was wine right in front of his face. Uh, that's it, true. The, the, the wine bottle was somehow shaped to his head. It was a very odd wine bottle. <laughs> was, was it not? It was under his hat. Yes. It was squished. It was weird. Don't be making fucking... <laughs> Um, yeah. What? Lord be. I don't fucking know, Alex. <laughs> the stallion is dead and the mare is alive. The, the goblins tried to lie to the Prince of Darkness. And he's like, you're lying. And this is after they're messing around with the the unicorn horn. Oh, yeah. they're And... Blix gets caught with it, but he tosses it as soon as Big D shows up. And then the little dude with the helmet picks it up. And he's like, ah, I'm banishing you, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Deep Roy, turns out. Yeah. <laughs> Deep Roy. And uh, Big D <laughs> just zips it from him. And at this point in the version of the movie I'm watching, uh-huh. still haven't seen him. He's there and really? he's fully cloaked. He's in a cloak. He, You see his arm and his hand like Dr. Claw, but you still don't see him. Huh. Isn't that odd? That is. Especially considering the box for the movie is just him with like Tom Cruise, like little heads yeah, underneath right. him. But the box for this fucking movie he is. He sells the movie. Yes. Big time. Yeah. Weird. Very much Hellboy style, but even more yeah. stylized than Hellboy. And the makeup is—you don't, you can't even tell it's temporary. I was surprised. Even I, as I was watching it, I was like, "Do they credit Tim Curry just because he did the voice?" Yeah. Well, he no, he was acting too. No, he—that was him. Yeah. I mean, that is how fucking good the makeup was. Where I was like, "That cannot possibly be him." The only way you know it's him is just by the way his mouth moves a little bit. Later, yeah, but even at the beginning, I was like, or yeah. early when you He's see him early, I was like, I don't know, yeah. But then later, like he does so many, yeah, the way his mouth moves for sure, 
Yeah. I was like, my dick knows what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> All those times you watch Clue, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Well, the mouth moves. I had nothing to lose. That was a joke. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a Bob Seger joke. Mouth moves. Yeah, there you go. Now you got it. I got it. Everyone got it, and they were like, "Why did I just listen to that?" And we tricked you. We did. Where are we at, Alex? You didn't take any pictures. This is all me. Okay. Mm, let's see. At this point, uh, they're heading to the Great Tree. That's where the old evil things used to make sacrifices. They're heading to the Great Tree because the goblins great got tree. the unicorn. I don't remember any Great Tree. The goblins got the unicorn and the lady and Lily. Yeah, it's this was not a scene that I saw. Okay, well the this whole that the whole applied. the final scenes all take place within the Great Tree. Oh, okay. Well, it's like a weird factory thing that is made out of a tree. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they see it, but there's a big old swamp to cross before they get there. And Screwball, played by Billy Barty, little midget that's been in three movies that we've watched so far, or maybe just two. Maybe just one. What what was the last movie he was in? He's in Willow. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I keep thinking he was in the Santa Claus movie. Santa Claus, the movie. But he wasn't. That was fucking, uh... That was a good Mick. Movie. And I was thinking it was Billy Barty. I mean, it, it's a decent guess because how many times has Billy Barty played a Christmas elf? Probably a, Probably a shitload of times. <laughs> yes. But that Mick, Mick, I was thinking he was like the king of the elves, which he kind of is in Willow. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking he was in the. But that in, was Mick, yeah. This In Santa Claus, the movie. I keep wanting to say the Santa, Santa Claus. Santa Claus, colon. The, the movie. movie, yes, just like Superman colon the movie. We don't need to get into how similar Santa Claus colon the movie looked to <laughs> Superman. <laughs> We've covered that. The movie. We've covered yeah. that in past yeah. podcasts, you guys. It's up to you to go Have back indeed. and listen to it. It was called Santa Claus colon the podcast <laughs> and Superman colon the podcast. Um. So they get there's a swamp to cross before they get to the great tree, which Alex doesn't know about. Nope. And they send uh, Screwball, who is Billy Barty, Screwball the elf or dwarf, whatever the fuck he is. They send him first because he's the most scared to go, which doesn't make any sense. And he crosses, 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 makes it over, and he like waves that he made it over, and then he gets like sucked in. Yeah. Like oh shit. Um, and we're wondering what's happened and they all kind of run across and there's a fucking huge ass another piece of amazing makeup which I think is fully I don't know if there's even a person in it I don't even yeah I don't know but it is goddamn impressive there I, I remember that scary and scary as, as fuck yeah as a kid oh, that, dude, I was like this, this movie, makes me no no yeah I'm glad I didn't really pay attention to this movie until recently because it would have ruined me. Yeah. It was a little intense. 
Yeah, it would have ruined my childhood. <laughs> and it already, yeah. The, it, it's a little intense. Once again, we asked the question, who did they make this fucking movie for? I don't, I don't know. I think they thought they didn't about reach that. for adults. They didn't reach for the Ridley Scott audience because it's goofy. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, it's fairies. It's 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 as fairy tale. I mean, it's not shit. like Lord of the Rings. It's not like no. It's not action. It's not yeah. An there's action not movie. depth. This is not an action yeah. movie. No. There, and in my mind, I kind of remembered it as being that. But in, in watching, I'm like, oh no, this is a this is a fantasy movie. I mean, there's a there's a few action scenes, but barely. They're sparse. Yeah. And the stuff that happens within them is like, yeah, not, oh yeah, nothing to write home about. The the dwarf blocked an arrow with a pan between his legs, and it was a sight gag they milked for about three minutes. Yeah, yeah, overly long. So this witch is terrifying, and reminded me of the movie The Witches. Which <laughs> yes, <supposedly. laughs> very much so. Which also Blix the Elf did and several other characters within this movie. Uh, and Tom Cruise, she wants to eat Jack, who's Tom Cruise. And he starts flattering her and telling her how beautiful she is. And he's like, no one of your beauty would want to eat such a scrawny thing as me. Blah, 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 blah. And he convinces her and convinces her, and her shield, his shield is very shiny. And he finally has flattered her so much yeah. that he's convinced her to look at herself in his shield. So he pulls out his sword, and then at least the director's cut, he kind of drops it. And you're like, oh, fuck. He dropped his huge sword. <laughs> his gold sword. But she keeps looking at herself, and then he lops off her head. Yep. Yeah. And it's very dramatic and kind of just a little bit horrifying. Yeah, I, I, I remember that was a crazy scene for me as a kid. That was it was like, whoa! I don't think I'd seen anything quite like that before. That it was hard at the tender age of nine. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. This if I had seen this movie at nine, I would I would have been fucking ruined. <laughs> I'm a game over for Toll. Yeah, he saw a fucking goblin in the. Uh, a stupid Ridley Scott movie in 1985, and that was it for Toll. Oh, he never, he never returned. Dude, the five minutes, I'm not kidding you, the five minutes of the witches I saw in a hotel room <laughs> ruined me for like weeks. My parents were like, fuck, why did we turn it to that station playing the rerun of this movie where Angelica Houston turns into a bald witch thing? <laughs> and I was like, sorry, mom and dad, but... uh I'm sleeping in your bed <laughs> until hell freezes over. Thanks a lot, Angelica Houston. Yeah. Um, the unicorn and Lily are in the thing, the tree. We, I, you don't know that it's a tree, but yeah. I, I do. That's where, like, it's like the headquarters of all the evil. And luckily, sure. it was within. That was maybe three quarters of a mile away. And not like it was out there. It was over half a mile, yeah, maybe three quarters. Uh, it turns out the traitorous goblin from earlier was one of them because they gets they're they're walking into the tree and they walk on this platform thing, and it kind of tilts, and then Billy Barty screwball slams his cane down and it goes 
like cracks. Right. And then they fall down a tube that leads straight into a dungeon. That dungeon is occupied by the elf or whatever, the goblin we couldn't that was wearing a helmet earlier that turned on Big D. Yeah. Deep Roy. I was calling him Deepak Chopra, who's (laughs) (laughs) also I pronounced that so wrong, probably. Uh but yeah, Deep Roy. Deep Roy you remember as the all of the Oompa Loompas and the Willy and the Willy and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. That's the next one they should make. Yes, <laughs> Willy they and the Charlie, Chocolate They did Charlie. They did Willy Wonka. They did Charlie and Chocolate Factory. So now it's time to do Willy and the Chocolate Factory. Yep. It makes no sense. <laughs> it's just Willy from The Simpsons. That'd be pretty good. I'd I would to watch that. that. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. I'd like to see uh, Willie go to uh, where Charlie lives and just beat up all the grandparents in their bed. <laughs> Get why out of bed. <laughs> why are you all in one bed? Yes. Um, oh, yeah. So they're in this dungeon, and one of the very huge monster slash men things kind of giants compared to the rest of them yeah here's them in the dungeon yeah they had like hoods their masks on yes. they were very scary yeah. great great makeup and costumes yeah no they were and they were fucking huge and they grab they come towards where all of our main characters have fallen into the dungeon but deep roy was already in there and he they grabbed deep roy right and right. pull him out and then go to look like what is chopping him up. Yeah. Trying to prevent one of the other dwarf guys from sneezing. That classic trope. Hilarious. And they don't. He does finally sneeze. And this movie ends. <laughs> they He sneezes and everyone dies. And I was like, thank fucking God, I didn't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> and now everyone's dead, and I can talk about something else and try not to remember the rest of this. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> it keeps going. <laughs> I took a lot less notes than normal, I'm telling you. Well, that's totally fine, because not, not much happens in this movie. Well, uh, they get they get heard. Well, and Deep Roy gets taken because they got heard. He sneezes, but they don't come. Uh, they're like, we need to get out of this fucking cage. And they're like, well, what are we going to do? And Jack reveals a secret, which is that their fairy friend Luna, I think her name is. Yeah. Can is actually, actually a sprite. Yeah, can turn she's into not a just a fairy. She's a sprite. Because so in she fairy form, she's basically just a little like Tinkerbell yeah. yes. floating just around. Just a little beam of light, yes. essentially. But she can turn into a full-fledged yep. human. And person. they're going to send her to go get the keys. But she goes to full size, and she's like, you told my secret. Damn, she so prom- he promised he wouldn't tell. And he's but- like, it was your secret or our certain death, said my huge middle tooth. Oh, man. Tom Cruise's giant middle tooth is on... 
His full fangs, display. His fangs are on point in this too. God damn. He has some crazy teeth. He does. There, it's a positive for him, clearly. But god damn. We I talked think about this. He week. had some. He's made some changes to those fangs as he's gotten. You think so? I don't know. I feel like they're not as pointy as they were in this. They were pretty. How know. old was he when this came out? Uh, 1985. Tom Cruise was in Legend in 1985. Was this his first? No, it wasn't. Because he was in Risky Business. Yeah, he was in a few things. The Outsiders. Hmm. Uh, And not a... He was a, a character in The Outsiders, though. Right? Yeah, what do you mean? I mean, he wasn't the main character. Oh, yeah, no. Like starring. Your, mm. Yeah. Uh, no. Let's see. All the right moves. He starred in that. He starred in Risky Business in 83. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That seems. Taps. That, I think that was. He seemed. Okay, given this movie, he seemed like a weird casting choice to me. Yes. Like an earnest, earnest forest dwelling dude Tom Cruise was an odd choice I read that Jim Carrey was also considered Jim Carrey who uh, Robert Downey Jr. yeah yeah Robert Downey Jr. I could see that'd be a very different movie that's when Robert Downey Jr. is one that his look has fully changed yeah I I was watching him in weird science last night being like wow he doesn't look like the same person at all Uh -uh. I mean he does he looks like the same person but he looks he went from looking like a kid for like half of his career to looking like a man for the other half of his career yeah and that was like not recently but he had been in movies for a long time before he started looking like the man that he is now yes <laughs> and tom cruise has looked pretty much the same the whole time yeah for sure yeah yeah he was 22 in this mm. and it does seem like a weird it it does it seemed like weird casting to me like he's seen tom cruise is too he's too much of a movie star yeah because this is a very like this is where an Elijah know. Wood would have made sense. You know what I mean? Like, oh, 100%. You're thinking about Lord of the Rings. You're like, yeah, yeah Tom guy, Cruise always like a, plays the alpha dog, yeah, the lead, which is the hero. Because he's like a little dude. But this but, is the, he's Jack is the hero, a hero of the movie, but he should he's not be a that little, heroic. He should be like a little impish. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. A little less. Instead, you get. Tom Cruise, movie star Tom Cruise with, with long hair. It's a bit much. Also, when you the the, the girl in this one was sixteen. Yeah, Mia Sarah. She was Ferris Bueller's girlfriend. Yes, that's the Ferris Bueller came the, out. I thought that came out. The only two things I know her from. Well, yeah, for sure. Super smoking hot though. Ferris Bueller came out the year after this. Huh. That makes sense, and she would have been because she's at least Im- implied to be topless in Ferris Bueller. Oh, that's true. Well, it was the eighties, so you know. Yeah. And she was in Time Cop. Really? Which would be a hilarious movie to watch. 
I've never. I don't think I've ever. I think I saw it probably it. once. Yeah, I think I've seen it probably once. <laughs> we should do time cop. Time cop. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho, yeah. Um. So they get out. The fairy gets them out. They think they won't because she wants to kiss Tom Cruise. And he's like, no. Yeah. And then so she turns she, into yeah. Lily. So she's like, okay, I'll do it like if you kiss me. The time frame of this movie is one day. <laughs> and the distance of this movie is three quarters of a mile. One day, so someone's three quarters of a mile. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you fall in love, baby. You barely speak to someone. Just walk around the neighborhood. And That's how uh, I felt for you, set. Alex. We <laughs> we are in the same neighborhood. We spent two-thirds of a day together, and I was like, you know what? If he doesn't do this podcast with me, I'm going to fucking murder him. <laughs> Good thing I decided to do it. <laughs> yes, it is. Now look at us go. Yep. So anyways, this okay. movie. All right. Well, they got the keys. They didn't they he gave her a little peck, then she turned into Lily and they didn't really kiss and he was like this is fake and she got real upset yeah. and left and then she went and got the keys though still and she's like wow kind of being a, a jerk about it right um and then their idea is they get out and their idea is let's split up me and the muscular child <laughs> and you two goofy dwarves right We'll split up. They're even teams. <laughs> Me and this very muscular Me man this child. Muscular child. <laughs> and uh, you two guys two that blob. don't move very well. Right. Yeah. Who have serious <laughs> yeah. one of you, one of restrictions whom... <laughs> to what you can and can't do. <laughs> yeah. one of Meanwhile, whom... we're a couple of very fit, yes. energetic dudes with all yeah. our full capacities. It's yeah. even, though. So we'll just yep. catch you on the flip-flop. All right. <laughs> see you later, fellas. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> We're going to die now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that, that makes sense because that's where we're sending you to your certain deaths. <laughs> so they split huh. up. <laughs> um, uh, and now we're, we moved to Big D and I finally see him. He cuts. He comes through the mirror. This is the first time I see him, and wow. an arm goes through a mirror. Yep, and his hoof and whatever. And before this, we'd heard narration that says he's ba- he's in love with Lily. Yep, he's never felt such desire. And blah blah blah, whatever. I've never felt such a desire. Mm. Uh, the light is my weakness. Just like to reiterate, <laughs> sunlight is my weakness. We all clear on that one. <laughs> yes. Okay? All right. All right. Carry Blix, on. Blix, did you hear that? <laughs> sunlight is my weakness. <laughs> sunlight is my certain doom. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so we're all clear. <laughs> yes. All uh, right. She was chained up. With Lily was chained up with the unicorn that they caught. We didn't see this happen, but they 
It did happen. And you didn't either in your version? No. I wondered if you did. No, we okay. did not. And, but for some reason, they were chained up together, but now she's running free, and she's running through what looks like a gigantic chess set. Yes. But more densely populated than a normal chess set. Sure. It was, it was humongous, but they were like, you know, 80-foot-tall chess pieces. And I'm like, where did they shoot this? Because this is all kind of crazy. I imagine in England Yeah, it was, a, it was at Pinewood Studios. Because yeah. uh, I guess in the middle of the production, like the entire studio burned to the ground or something. Yes, I read that. This, yeah. this was fraught with many issues. Right. That's why it took a couple years after they were done filming it. took a couple years for it to come out and, and start losing money like crazy. Yes, <laughs> yes. I will lose money. <laughs> Um, the elves found the unicorn. Okay. <laughs> the elves find the unicorn and nothing really comes. Up. They're, we're, they're so, these guys, the characters in this movie should be so grateful that it took place in such a small radius. The circumference of the entirety of the world of this movie is not even a mile. No. They're, they're so lucky. Billy Barty especially, that motherfucker is short as shit. <laughs> um. So we find out that Big D is in love with Lily, and he's telling his chair father that also has the same voice as Gump and Blix. Yeah, this whole chair father thing—I saw nothing. You of saw that. none of this. Is where the no, green no, no, eyes no. were that I saw. His father is a chair, uh, as far as I could tell. <laughs> And he's talking to it. He's like, you must woo her. He's like, you can't make her do it. You have to woo her. And I'm like, okay. So he can't just make her fall in love with him. He has to woo her. She's pure of heart. It's important somehow. Even if he gets the unicorn, I don't fucking know. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. If he gets the unicorn horn, why didn't he already kill the unicorn? What the yeah. fuck is wrong with them? Yeah. We're just keeping it captive. It's like, I'm going to make a big production out yeah, of it. I'm a yeah. very theatrical. I seem like I'm kind of gay, but maybe you know how like uh, like uh, vampires, like Dracula's like, is he gay? Yeah. What's the deal? It's like, no, he seems to really yeah. be a ladies' man, but also he seems also gay. Same thing with this guy. You have to make everything a big production, a big lavish spectacle. Do I seem gay to you, Saddam? <laughs> 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 South Park reference, fun. Um. Yeah, and he explains he's in love with her. He has to woo her. He's given her a bunch of treasure, and she doesn't. She's very fascinated by the necklace. Did you see this? Yes. Okay. Yeah. She goes. She's to very the fascinated by the pulls necklace. Pulls out this gigantic like, super... and she is like in like really into yeah, she's it. Like, burr, burr, burr. And then there, but then there's a creepy, no faced. Fully in black gown, dancing, dancing lady. person yep. behind her, and she begins dancing with this person for a while. There's a sequence of whole, a significant dance sequence. Yes, until she Very, becomes yes. the dancing person. All of a sudden, she's yes. become like the evil queen. She's wearing a gown, and you're like, "Oh shit, that didn't take much." Yeah, just one little dance, and she's in. Except for it didn't change her. It just changed the way she looked because she's still. Yeah, I guess she was still. 
She's maybe she, more tempted, but doesn't do anything bad. Yes, it seemed like she would. She is uh, yeah. thinking about it, but hadn't gone yes. all the way. Oh, and once again, uh, he tells her he's like you're. He you're he he, he wants to marry her, and he's in love with her, and uh he explains to her, he's like, you have to realize the evil seed of what you've already done, which is touching <laughs> a unicorn. Yeah. Even yeah. though she did that out of pure goodness. And it wasn't a trap that they could have possibly set for them. It doesn't really make and any also, sense. And also, like, touching, just touching a unicorn is such a, like, capital crime that it's going to ruin everything. Like, Tom Cruise's... His whole reaction to it was like, "Oh, god damn it!" He's like he was annoyed. Yes, but now it's like, "Oh no, it's a giant catastrophe. You're you've ended everything." Oh, yeah, it's the worst thing that ever happened. It's all darkness now, yeah. except for there's still one unicorn. So it isn't all darkness because he because he won't just fucking he kill. He hesitated on the second one for some reason. Uh sunshine is my destroyer. He says that once again. Explains it to her, and we cut to Tom Cruise. Hearing him say this, and then having a flashback to one of her necklaces reflecting in his face. And he says, I think I know a way to destroy him, because sunlight is his destroyer, as he said many, many times. Many times. They're going to gather up every shiny object in the place, and it's these giant Plates, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what they're they are. giant. Yeah, uh, giants' plates. Yes, and the giants are the things that grabbed the traitorous goblin earlier. Yes. Well, it turns out as they're grabbing these giant plates, traitorous traitorous goblin Deep Roy was looking for adventure and pretended to be a goblin, but he's actually an elf or a dwarf, and he was in a pie. Yes. They also crazy. show movement in two of these other pies. Alex, they showed movement in two of the other pies. Really? And they let Deep Roy out of the pie. And then <laughs> and then Gump is just like, fuck these other pies. <laughs> and also, oh, if you can't fight your way out of a pastry crust, then yeah, fuck you. because you got a carrot in your mouth? <laughs> no shit. No fucking joke. What the hell, Deep Roy? You weren't that deep in that fucking pie. You weirdo. Get out. He even says, please help me after they get him out. Yeah. I made a point of, like, what? They got you out, dog. Yeah, You're, really. Help you've been rescued. Help yourself, bitch. Yeah. Help yourself to some pie. <laughs> um... Yeah, they're tossing all these metal plates to each other. Mm. They fight with the giants. Luckily, the giants kind of suck, and they keep swinging out his legs. Oh, yeah. Had the giant aimed up, you know, even a a foot higher. Would have killed his ass, but (laughs) kept swinging for the legs because he's a giant, I guess. Sure. Um, Billy Barty, screwball. The elf, the dwarf, after Tom Cruise has his idea and they gather all the plates, he's like, we need to take it all the way up. And the smallest of the whole group, also probably the oldest in real life, the little dwarf or elf, Billy Barty, is going to carry 
this uh, giant plate up to the top. These plates that they have been tossing around, by the way, very easily and catching like it's no problem. Yeah, they're like uh, aluminum foil. Yeah. They're like the size of like a of like a hula hoop. If not bigger. Bigger, yeah. yeah. Slightly, man, like yeah. 20%. Yeah. yeah. And they're catching them with ease. And Billy Barty carries it all the way up to the top. He had that's his that's his part of the his end mission. of the mission. Uh, this is where we start really talking to Big D, the Devil, Prince of Darkness, whatever you want to call him. And he's actually kind of he's like, oh, he's like, I I just want to know what you have to say, and whatever you wish. And it he says, never does or says anything really evil to her. No, not really he's at actually all. Very nice to her. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not like I'm going to make you my you know, like whatever. He's just like he does. I want you to talk say, to me. He says, "All I wish is for you to sit." And she's like, "I prefer to stand." And he goes, "Sit." Yeah, he gets all and then he starts thing. tossing shit everywhere. But that's by far the worst thing he does. Yeah, to her. Yes. Which is kind of, well, I shouldn't say by far, I guess. But he's actually pretty deferential. <laughs> he's yes. Like, he, he's uh, pretty accepting of whatever she wants. Yeah. Although he is, he has, he has kidnapped her. So. That... But also she, she has slipped into the dark side. So like, she's already like, he just needs to close the deal. Right. Like she's already changed her whole outfit and makeup and everything. But that's all. Just her outfit and makeup. Otherwise, she nothing about her has changed. Even though at first you got the impression it has, right? It hasn't. Weird choice to make. Why? What are they? What are they? I I don't know. I don't know. Yes, I don't know. he he literally says, "I value I value your thoughts. Share them with me." Yeah, and I'm like, oh You're man, a respectful gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know he looks like a very scary yes, nightmare yes. yoked out devil, but you know. Yeah. Hey, let him let him Oh, speak his and mind. this is where his chair dad, in my version, he asked her to sit again. He wants her to sit because yeah. that chair is his dad. And it's like oozing and it has eyeballs and like a black guy's face <laughs> in the back. And it has green <laughs> eyeballs. And she says, I I choose to stand. Yeah. Um, and then she says, then she acts as if she has turned. It's like, I only wish you grant me one wish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to kill the unicorn. And then he's like, ha, 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 I got a giant devil boner now. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yep. Uh, yes, lots of laughing. About a minute and a half of, oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, <laughs> yes. oh, oh, oh. Tim Curry yes. really going for it. Oh, Fuck oh, yeah, oh, why not? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um so they realize there's not much time to get to get the plates to the top of this tower thing. And then Gump says to Jack, "There's not much time. This is your greatest challenge." It's like, "Why does the nice character have to talk?" so horribly and why does he act like he knows what he's talking about all the time well literally earlier in the movie he said he knows everything <laughs> yeah but then he immediately negated that he immediately didn't know anything so yeah 
Um, they're finally getting ready to kill the unicorn. Yeah. And this is genuine. When you see this horse playing the unicorn, I was like, yeah. that was a genuinely unhappy horse. <laughs> yes. I, as, I, as my same problem with babies that cry yeah. in movies, babies can't act. Horses can't act either. Horses sure as yeah. shit can't act. Yeah. Yes. That was an unhappy horse. Um, so she acts as if <clears throat> she's going to kill the unicorn. Guess what she does? She fucking frees it. Yep. She frees it. She chops its chain. Way to go. Yeehaw. But as this is happening, uh, Luna and Screwball are at the top of this tower with the light source that they're supposed to use. Yeah. But Screwball, the little, the tiniest character in this movie, has is asleep. Has yeah, so he crawls up there. He crawls up and gets out. And so he's at the very, you know, he's out on top of this, top of this tower, basically, roof yeah. or whatever. And then he immediately lays down and falls asleep because he's so worn out. Well, yeah. Also, Luna gets up there and is like, wake up. Trying to wake him up to yes. move this light. Yes. And I was like, bitch, just move it yourself. They were tossing these things around like they were nothing. <laughs> but immediately after I thought that to myself, she was really struggling with it. And I was like, um, that dude is way smaller than you. And you can turn into anyone, we've right. learned. You can become anything. So uh, why don't you move this light source, biatch? <laughs> Goddamn. Figure it out. Case closed. And I don't remember who does. does he, he wakes wake up? up. He finally yeah. wakes up. Okay. So anyways, this, so there's this giant sun that's setting in front of them, like an orange sun starting to set. Yeah. They don't have much time. And the somehow... The setting sunlight is supposed to be enough for them to reflect on all these dinner plates. Uh, and Come on. This not movie only is not that. very realistic. No. Not only that, the sunlight turns into like a fucking laser beam. Yeah. Dumb. It's dumb. But <laughs> um, so they do finally get the light working. He wake up. But as this is all, as all this is happening, the unicorn horn is falling into what looks to me like lava. That's what I thought also. Because there are literally flames coming out yeah, of the top of it. Yeah, smoke, and it's like glowing. But Tom Cruise is trying to fight Big D and can't get a move in. Right. And then he's trying to grab this horn, and he can't get a move in then either. And as this is happening, the horn fully submerges yes. into what is, if you were watching this movie, you would say, oh, that is definitely lava. Yeah, to me, I'm like. Or at least boiling I hot thought, water. I'm like, oh, I guess the unicorn horn is gone. Nope. It's sunk in lava. Holy yeah. shit. But then he just drops his hand right in there. <laughs> yeah. And zaps. Pulls it right out. Big D. Uses the magic. Yeah. And so I was like, like, wait, what was that? What? Yeah. That was weird. And uh, well, that was, the, yeah, the that light was... finally works after he zapped him back. 
And Big D is like, oh, we are eternal brothers in this land. But like, how can you exist without me? How can light exist without dark? Yeah. How he is comparing himself now to Jack. Like, Jack, Jack has been at this for a single day. One day. You are the... It's been quite a day, but yes. Quite a day, I suppose. But you are the Lord of Darkness. Quite a day in a three-quarter mile radius. Sure. Um, but you're the Prince of Darkness. You are, among many things, to suddenly say that you two are basically equals is weird. We are brothers eternal, blah, blah, blah. We we can't exist without well, each other. Well, maybe that's because Jack was like Jack of the forest and he was like the the pure soul or whatever. The, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But he's getting, then he gets uh, yeah, zapped yeah, with the yeah. light. The light finally makes it through, and it is a fucking blue laser yeah. beam. It's yeah. a blue goddamn spotlight. Right. <clears throat> Highly focused right on Big D. And he flies through. And then he shoots out into space for some reason and becomes stars. Yes. Remember that, Alex? I was so confused. And by I was the like, why wouldn't he? Movie. Why didn't he fly out horizontally? Because first he, of all, it they were like, aimed horizontally. It seemed like he fell down. Yeah, but no, no. And he, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, he just fell down into outer space, and then became and like then he eight stars into a handful of stars. Yeah, that we can see. I mean, he probably weighed 300 pounds, but uh, <laughs> those uh, five beams of light that he turns into. I don't know about that, yo. Uh, so he's going to try to wake Lily up. He, they've won. That was the climax of yeah, the movie. Yeah, P.S. They just won. Over. We have, Yeah, Alex and I just did that very poorly. No, but that, I mean, it's very anticlimactic. You're like, oh, that's. They won. That's okay. it, I guess. That was the. And in my version, there's 13 minutes left. I don't know how many were in yours. I'm not sure either. Uh, they win. Now Jack is trying to wake Lily up. And Gump is like, you can't wake her up. She's under a spell. And I was like, why did they make this supposedly nice <laughs> character talk like this? But they did. Uh, he's like, oh, you have to figure out how to undo the spell. Well, the spell, to undo the spell, evidently, he has to find the ring from earlier that she threw over the cliff. Oh, yeah. And how long does it take him to get there? Uh, I don't know. Two and a half minutes? Well, she's across the street, so. Yeah, no problem. He dives in. He goes back, puts the ring on her, gives her a kiss, and he's like, oh. And then nothing really happens. Then she blinks, and she wakes up, and she goes, Jack, I love you. And you're like, oh, well, that's nice. And he says, I love you. She says, I had a terrible nightmare. He's like, oh, well, you're safe now. So was any of that real? You're safe, or whatever the fuck he says. The end. Safe. Everyone's okay. The light is eternal. Unicorns forever. Fuck yeah. Unicorn Somehow the unicorn, they don't oh, yeah, explain they how the unicorn, they put the horn back on. They took the unicorn's horn and snapped it right back on. They clicked. Do they show that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I remember laughing because it was like literally just snapped it right back yeah. on. Little uh, 80s blue electricity zap. 
Back in business, baby. Perfect. Yeah. Back to life. So both the unicorns were back frolicking in the light. Frolicking indeed. What a dumb um, movie. Well, this movie ruined my childhood during my childhood, so it certainly didn't improve my adulthood. I would definitely recommend watching this movie once. It's fucking it's good. It's watching. a good looking Just movie because the uh, the makeup is a is amazing, and Tim Tim Curry is fucking awesome in this movie. And Tim Tim Curry is great in everything, but yes, man, he does. He is he is so much better than the rest of this movie. Him and this yeah. character are like so much. They're so big, yes, and so great. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, like it, there's a reason. I would love to see that. There's character. a reason he's on the fucking box. Yeah, right. There's a reason every time I walked through the fantasy section in 1989. Yeah, I was like, do I want to rent Legend? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't think so because it looks scary as shit. Yeah, and it was. Had I been a child, and I was a child when this came out, but I this is one where I would have been like, nope, <laughs> too much for me. And I know, Alex, you have those. Oh, this I have lots of those. I, I'm surprised, actually, that that wasn't. But I can remember having a couple of difficult points in this movie with some of those fucking um, elves, where the fuck they were. Yeah. Uh, they cut the head off the one. That was very intense. Dude, that witch thing? Jesus Christ. This movie, uh, once again, I, who was this for? Who did you make this movie for? It's one of those movies that ends up being made for no one because it's way too intense for kids, as we've just spoken about. And for adults, you watch this and it's like, okay, like I don't. It's too stupid for adults. Yeah, I don't get like, and it's I, way too this, intense for the kids. Story is non-engaging. It's just, yeah. it's the very ba- like, yeah. There should have been eight more steps on his trip with fighting other foes. Well, or, he didn't have to do anything, and then he talks about weapons, and he's like, I know nothing of weapons, and they're like, you'll you'll learn. It was like, well, he chops the witch's head off, and then he kind of, he pretty much gets beat up. <laughs> yeah. He does fight those giants, I guess, but only by dodging them. He doesn't learn shit. And in the end, he was about to get killed, but he was kind of saved. He didn't learn nothing. He didn't learn nothing. So, my childhood is indifferent. I don't know. <laughs> um, I would recommend watching this maybe once if you haven't seen it. Otherwise, don't worry about it. It's not. It's not <laughs> ruined. No, because it is worth. I will definitely give it worth watching. Just it's kind of fascinating. And it, it's kind of like the gritty, just the yeah, gritty way it looks. Textury, atmosphere. Yes. This movie is a movie you can put It doesn't on. even fit what it is. No, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It, yeah, the things that are happening in this little forest area. And it's like a... real cheerful. Like, oh, but then there's these goblins. And also the main nice guy that isn't the main nice guy gump is the creepiest motherfucker in the movie yeah and they made the fairy look the fairies weird looking yeah kind of rapey i don't know man (laughs) this is a weird fucking movie 
Yeah, it's no wonder it was a big bomb. It doesn't it doesn't fit anyone. I remember thinking it was really cool when I was a kid though. I think that it was just another one of those gotta be there, time and place. Like this was just people thought this was cool at the time. No, I they didn't. Know. <laughs> but they didn't. <laughs> this was soundly rejected. Yeah. Tim Curry looks fucking amazing. In, in, in fact, I mean, I said this already in the podcast, but I was like, that can't. That's not actually him. That's a big, muscly dude mouthing the words. Nope. No, that's him. Fucking insane. It was funny, though, in the fight scenes, <laughs> when you're watching on a big TV in HD, yeah. you can see that when he was fighting, that they just had a mask because his mouth was just open all the time, like, <laughs> yeah. you see, oh there's just a it's not the full it's right it's a stunt man with a, uh, a, a, a non-moving yes. like halloween mask of tim curry's character on because it just gotcha. had a per, had a permanent open mouth it was very yeah. funny uh one of the best representations of the devil on film maybe the best for that a classic, isn't even quite the devil no but he's he not is. he's inferred to be along those lines but they yeah. don't cast it as a christian yeah. i guess thing they do mention heaven and god yeah, but those aren't specifically Christian True. ideals. True. Um, yeah. He looks great. Yeah. It's worth, Everything. It's worth watching just I mean, that. every character in this movie, the special effects of the fairy, the all that shit looks fucking fantastic. It holds Where up. you watch, you go, oh, yeah, I could totally see the guy that made Blade Runner made this fucking movie. Yeah. It's just very solid, very, very well made. Like it, that's why it holds up. It's time. technically just yeah. like perfection. Yeah, it just isn't that good. <laughs> and I dig. I mean, Tom Cruise is a fucking weirdo. I dig a lot of his movies, and this one wasn't. I don't know. I don't his know. Character sucked in this. I mean, yeah. He was he was not been, well yeah. cast yeah, in this. Should have been. Someone at least younger looking. I don't know. It's weird to say about Tom Cruise in 1985, but. Should have been Michael J. Fox. Too cool. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It should have been someone super lame. I don't know. Uh, I can't think of someone from the 80s that could have played this part, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. But it was oddly done. Alex, do we have more to talk about? Um, not about this movie. No. I, I mean, really, that... Scott movie. That, that was our first really Scott movie. Yes, it was our second Billy Barty movie. Yes, our second, our second fantasy Tom... movie. Our second Tom Cruise movie. Second Tom Cruise movie. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see that? They, I think they put a little a teaser thing out for Top Gun Maverick. No, I Tom haven't Cruise seen that Tom Cruise posts something on Twitter. New Jurassic Park coming out. That looks not good. The other one wasn't good, but it will make a billion dollars. The new one looks like a buddy cop movie. Him and the Chris Pratt and Jeff Goldblum. No, Chris Chris Pratt and the dinosaur. It's like a Turner and Hooch situation. Oh like yeah, <laughs> Turner and Hooch. What's the next movie coming? Have out we done that yet? See? Turner and Hooch. No, uh huh. <laughs> We haven't done any of those '80s dog movies yet. We're, there's so many canine. <laughs> yeah, there's like bunch. Doesn't seem like there's yeah. like a whole. There is a whole genre of '80s dog cops. 
<laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> 80s dog cop movies. I don't know. That was that was a movie. We did it. We sure did. Jurassic Park. We could do Jurassic Park. Oh. And I have I actually have several issues with Jurassic Park that I think about every time I watch it. I saw the original one mm, like in the last uh, year or Today two is the, the 25th time. anniversary. Is it? Of the release of the original Jurassic Park. Remember how humongous Well, that not was? today if you're listening to this, but Oh, that actually changed. Dude, I love dinosaurs. And then I saw Jurassic Park and I was like, oh, I'm going to read. This is going to be the first adult novel that I read. I read fucking Michael Crichton's Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it 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 was crazy to me. I couldn't believe it. It was goddamn fantastic. Yeah, that was the first time that there was like, that's a, well, I don't know. That was like one, of, one of the first huge CGI movies. Yeah, but it was mixed with practical. And it was very, and if you watch it now, you're like, whoa, oh, yeah. what is practical and what a CGI is very apparent. Yes. Yeah. But it's funny how that was good enough back then. It's It still holds up. It's I mean, good enough. Yeah. But it, but it's also but like, like oh. the But at the beginning or the, I think they were the bigger ones that start with a D. I don't know. I'm going to have to inhale. Are we going to keep going? Oh, <laughs> uh, we can probably wrap it up. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, no, that's it. Uh, anything else important to say? Open mic tonight. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, and of course, Tuesday, everyone June, is June twelfth. Open mic on Wednesday. Yeehaw! In Altoona. Open mic. Open mic. Open mic. Open mic. Let's ruin our childhood. That's what this is called, right? Uh, that's what this is called. Who are you? I am Alex Carter. I'm Tom McGrain. We'll see you guys the next time. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.